Hello everyone, welcome to Odd Drummer Gaming, the podcast about stuff. My name is Edmund. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the Oscars 2022, the 94th Academy Awards. I thought it would be fun to kind of shit on the awards and shit on all the movies nominated. I thought, I think this would be interesting for me, but as far as listeners go, which I still don't believe anyone listens to this, I don't think this will be interesting to anyone, mostly because I haven't heard of nor seen most of these movies, I'm assuming, because last year I didn't watch a lot of movies, unless I did. I'm just kind of guessing. And I'm literally going to just be reading through the Wikipedia page. So like all of these episodes, this is more for me just to vent about life and and shit on movies and nominations and actors and actresses and people. Before we start, I wanted to say I've I've I kind of couldn't stop thinking about the Batman. It really kind of had an effect on me and I really liked it. I really liked the score. And I know I talked about it a little bit in the last episode, but, and I, I looked online and someone made a post like a month or two before the movie even released, I guess, when they released the teaser for the soundtrack or whatever. Someone already made the comparison that it, it is, it sounds similar to Frederick Chop, Chopin's, and there it is, Chopin's Death March or Marche Funibre. I think it's called on Amazon Music. I almost said chop in because I, when I went to college, I went to the music librarian, like this old lady. She, uh, To be honest, she's probably dead by now. I mean, that was, or maybe she's not, I don't know. But I went up to her and because one of the assignments was for Chopin. And I said, I'm looking for a, a sheet music for chop in. And she looked at me like, like, what up? fucking idiot and i was but i she couldn't believe that a music student or any sort of student would come into there come into there and ask for a chopin and it's pronounced chopin and i almost pronounced it chopin earlier in this episode that's how dumb i am but anyway someone on reddit already made the comparison between chopin and um the undertaker theme and the Imperial March by uh, Darth Vader's theme. So I'm not cool at all. I thought I was cool, and I thought I noticed something that no one else would. But of course, of course I didn't. But I was, I've been listening to the soundtrack. I, I'm disappointed that they didn't do a physical physical release. I guess they're doing something called Manufacture on Demand. So if anyone wants it, you can order it, but... It's, I, I don't know what that looks like. Maybe it looks like cheap or like printed by a child. I saw one review saying that it's not pressed onto the CD. I don't know what that means, but I, I thought that I could be, I would be able to buy it at like Target. I recently purchased the Encanto soundtrack. By the way, um, I had this joke that I have, I have no one to speak to or tell the joke. So I'll just do it here. So I thought I watched a movie called Encanto, um, starring a fe- featuring a character named Mirabelle and set in Colombia, but I was wrong. I actually watched a movie called Encanto, featuring a character called Mirabel, um, set in the country of Colombia. There's the joke. I- I'm not laughing, so and no one's listening to this, so I don't think anyone would laugh at that either. Anyway... I went on a mini 
a rabbit's hole on Michael Giacchino because he's done a ton of stuff. I first heard him when he played, when he composed music for Lost, which was 2004, 2006, I want to say. And I thought he was like super young. I, th- I calculated he was like 39, which is still young, I guess, young-ish. But I was relieved that he wasn't like 21 when he made the music for Lost. But still, he has a lot. He's done a lot. And he... He can do music for like Up, the marriage, um, the married life theme, and like kind of jaunty, jazzy orchestral music. And then he can do something really dark like the Batman. And he he runs the gamut of music composition. He's a good composer. Um, I'll go ahead and say it. I won't get into it here. I might do an episode on Free Guy. And I recently watched Tenet and... Tenet, I mean, I'm not going to say anything new to the conversation. It was confusing as fuck. It was... It was confusing as fuck. So let's get to the 94th Academy Awards. When I was a kid, I didn't understand why they called it Academy Awards, and they also call it Oscars. And I'm going to tell you, as of this moment, I still don't understand why... They are called Academy Awards, and they are also called Oscars. And then I realized, like, Emmys are for TV, and Grammys are for music, but what is the difference between the Academy Awards and the Oscars? I'm not going to look it up. I'm kind of tired. I just got off a work shift. It's 6.30 a.m. Everyone is asleep in the household, so whatever. So the 94th Academy Awards will be hosted by Regina Hall, Amy Skumer, and Wanda Sykes. Um, Nominations were announced by Tracy Ellis Ross, which I've never heard of that name before in my life, and Leslie Jordan of Cool Kids fame and of Meth Addict fame. All right, so let's go. (laughs) Let's go through the nominees. The Power of the Dog is the first film directed by a woman to receive more than 10 nominations, while its director, Jane Campion, is the first woman to receive more than one Academy Award nomination for Best Director. I saw Power of the Dog. Should we start there? Coda is a movie with deaf a deaf cast. I wanted to see it. Pat Walsh of We'll See You in Hell mentioned it briefly, and I, like I looked it up, and he said he mentioned something about you'd you'll be crying by the end, and just reading briefly about it, like I was, I felt like I was gonna cry. I haven't seen the movie, but I just want to. I just, I just feel like crying. I'm just going to go through the nominees. Again, I'm assuming most of these movies I haven't seen or haven't heard of. So um, this is going to be real interesting for everyone, especially not me. Best picture. Belfast. Never heard of it. Coda. Have, <laughs> haven't seen. <laughs> Don't look up. Haven't seen. <laughs> Drive my car. I, I saw a an image of i believe it's a japanese director and a japanese movie don't hold me to that because i'm not sure dune haven't seen (laughs) king richard no interest (laughs) uh licorice pizza not really interest nightmare alley (laughs) i started i did not finish I I have a feeling I won't finish. <laughs> the only movie, 
The only movie I've seen in the best picture category is The Power of the Dog. I did not see West Side Story. I don't really have an interest. So The Power of the Dog, they did mention that it has a bunch of nominations. I did like Power of the Dog a lot. I watched it with my wife. um, Most of the movies we watch, most of the movies I watch, I watch with my wife because who else am I going to watch it? A prostitute? So, Power of the Dog, I really liked. We started it because you saw we saw the, the thumbnail and the preview on Netflix, and it was interesting. And Doctor Strange, I, sh- I shouldn't call him Doctor Strange. I'll call him Benedict Cumberbatch because I'll get to that. But he kept whistling that thing. It was an in- interesting trailer, and he kept whistling that tune. And it kind of, it almost sounds like the the Jurassic Park theme. But it's not the Jurassic Park theme. I'm just gonna move on. I'm 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 about to start crying here. Um, but I, as I mentioned, I want to cry. It would be quite the release. I like Power of the Dog, and the reason why I didn't want to refer to him as Doc Strange is because when you watch the movie, there isn't an ounce of Doc Strange in him in his portrayal and that is rare these days because i i find it super annoying i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go ahead and say it there are so many actors out there that they play themselves they can't they they can't really act you know what i mean there it's interesting because these days you call good actors character actors and you call bad actors actors you know chris pratt is an actor but did you like Chris Pratt when he played Chris Pratt in all of those Chris Pratt movies? Because he's playing himself in every role. I, I put that joke in a YouTube video recently. And he he's never... He's playing himself in every role. Jurassic World, Passengers, The Magnificent Seven, a Tomorrow War probably, which I didn't see. He's himself in every role. And it's the same thing I, I feel about Seth Rogen... I mean, they they can't change their voice. They can't change anything about their performance. They're they're playing they're playing themselves in every role. And when you get to that point in your career and your persona and your acting ability, when you get cast in those roles, they don't want you to be different. They want you to be you. You know, when you cast Seth Rogen, you want Seth Rogen playing Seth Rogen in your movie, which is honestly it's kind of annoying because. There are actors out there like Benedict Cumberbatch who really put on a performance and really differentiate each performance in every movie that they're in. I felt the same way about uh, Hawkeye when he was in Jeremy Renner, when he was in Wind River, which I really loved as well. He, there's no Hawkeye in that performance. He's a he's a really great actor. I recently purchased The Hurt Locker, a steel book of The Hurt Locker, because I want to see that performance again. Anyway, what were we talking about? Power of the Dog. I liked it a lot. Kristen, Kristen Dunst put on a good performance. Her husband, he was fine, but he couldn't help but pale in comparison to Kristen Dunst and especially Benedict Cumberbatch. The the kid was good in the role, Nightcrawler. And I almost shut off the movie because in the beginning it's very slow. It's a very slow movie. It's just kind of a... it. 
in the beginning it feels slow it feels dull it feels droning it feels like nothing's happening and i won't spoil the movie but by the end we we really loved it and it made us think it 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 me and my wife it the movie had us thinking and talking about the movie like days after we watched the movie and that's not an easy feat like most movies we watch it's one and done and we can barely remember the plot we can barely remember anything that happened in it but that movie had us thinking and talking about it so it's a good movie unfortunately i haven't haven't seen any other movie in the best picture category i haven't heard of some of them and i have little interest in most of them i do want to see coda i semi want to see don't look up just because i like leo and i like katniss my wife likes katniss so we'll we might see that eventually but um adam mckay like after he stopped doing comedies it's kind of like no real interest in dune i haven't seen either uh i don't think i'll finish nightmare alley not much interest in seeing west side story best director uh this is gonna be even worse than the best picture category because kenneth branagh in brana in belfast i mean kenneth branagh directed belfast haven't heard of belfast i just watched kenneth branagh in tenet and he was very good in tenet he put on a really good intense performance and i've only seen him in tenet and <laughs> um harry potter is it oh it's the chamber of secrets and he was yeah he was kind of funny in that and i know he directed the first thor and he directs other stuff but i haven't heard of belfast i couldn't tell you the plot i couldn't tell you any actor who's in it i've never heard of it <laughs> Ryu, ryusuke hamaguchi Ryusuke Hamaguchi. Drive My Car. I Again, I know nothing about that movie. This is going to be a real great episode. Paul Thomas Anderson, Licorice Pizza, Jane Campion, The Power of the Dog, Steven Spielberg, West Side Story. I'm going to, for best picture, I think Power of the Dog will win because it's the only movie I saw. And then best director, I think Jane Campion will win because she directed The Power of the Dog, which was the only movie that I saw. Best actor. Javier Javier Bardem being the Ricardos as Desi Arnaz, which I I started and then I stopped and then Joe Joe DeRosa hated that movie, so I I might continue it. I don't know. Benedict Cumberbatch, The Power of the Dog. We'll get back to that. Andrew Garfield, Tick Tick Boom. Haven't seen the movie. I I kind of had a renewed interest in Andrew Garfield because of No Way Home, so I sh- I should watch Tick Tick Boom. I haven't seen it, so I can't comment on his performance. Will Smith is King Richard. Meh, I haven't seen it. Denzel Washington, Tragedy of Macbeth. I haven't seen it. <laughs> My vote is for Benedict Cumberbatch for the power of the dog because of the aforementioned speech i said earlier where i said there's no ounce of doctor strange in that performance and he was great and it's also in the power of the dog which is the only movie that i saw (laughs) best actress is and the nominees for our best actress jessica chastain for the eyes of tammy faye jessica chastain eyes of tammy faye didn't see it olivia coleman the lost daughter 
didn't see it. Penelope Cruz, Parallel Mothers, never heard of it. Nicole Kidman, being the Ricardos, didn't see it. Kristen Stewart, Spencer. I started Spencer. I, I started Spencer. I started being the Ricardos. I'm gonna guess... Uh, I'm gonna vote for Jessica Chastain just because she was good in the trailer. Haven't seen the movie. Best Supporting Actor... Ciaran Hines, Belfast. I haven't seen it. Troy Kotzer, Coda. Haven't seen it. Jesse Plemons, The Power of the Dog. J.K. Simmons being the Ricardos as... What was his name? William Frawley? Fred Mertz. Pat Walsh and Joe DeRosa have... They talk... In one one episode, they talk extensively about Viv Vance. Vivian Vance. And I, I didn't know... I didn't recognize the name. I didn't know who that was until I looked it up and realized that they were talking about Ethel Mertz. Cody Smith-McPhee, The Power of the Dog. So I'm going to put my vote to Cody Smith-McPhee in The Power of the Dog, just because, I again, that's the only movie I saw, and he was really good in it. But I don't... If you're going to nominate two people from the same movie, I don't understand why Jesse Plemons was nominated. I think he's a good actor, I think it's kind of a nothing performance. You got Kirsten Dunst playing like a like a drunken anxious lady. She's worried about her son. She's she has anxiety because of Doc Strange and she's like a mess throughout the whole movie. She can't even play piano. Um you got Benedict Cumberbatch tearing up the scenery. He's very very good in it. I hope he wins the best actor nightcrawler is good as well jesse plemons did it it wasn't and i don't blame him it wasn't that juicy of a role so i mean if you're gonna nominate two people from the same movie i i i don't i don't understand why he was nominated maybe i'll watch it again and and rethink that i don't think i'll watch it again it was a pretty long movie but it was good it was enjoyable so my vote goes to nightcrawler best supporting actress Jesse Buckley, The Lost Daughter. Uh, Jesse Buckley, I liked her in Chernobyl. She, I remember she wasn't, she wasn't like made up or she wasn't supposed to be attractive. I don't think she was supposed to be kind of a homely wife. I found her attractive and I liked her in that role, but I haven't seen her in anything else. So that makes me want to see The Lost Daughter. Ariana DeBose, West Side Story. I never heard of that name until this moment. Judy Dench, Belfast as Granny. Haven't seen it. Kristen Dunst, The Power of the Dog. Aunjune Ellis, King Richard as Aura Sane, Brandy Price. I apologize for mispronunciations. Uh, my vote goes to Kristen Dunst, Kirsten Dunst for The Power of the Dog. Best Original Screenplay, Belfast, Kenneth Branagh, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice, 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 Pizza, The Worst Person in the World. I haven't seen any of them, so I can't really... Uh, I guess Power of the Dog is based on a book, so it's not an original screenplay, but I, I, have, to go, I have to choose one at random. Um, doo, 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 doo. I will go with Licorice, Pizza. Just no, because it Pat's, it's Pat Walsh's second-to-last best paul thomas anderson movie so i'll go with the worst person in the world just because i heard it was good i don't know anything about that movie at all ever best adapted screenplay coda drive my car 
Dune, The Lost Daughter, The Power of the Dog. I'm gonna go with The Power of the Dog. Best animated feature film, Encanto. Flea? The heck is Flea? Is that a biopic about the bassist from Red Hot Chili Poppers? It's spelled F-L-E-E, all right? Don't get it don't get it twisted. Flea is a Danish animated animated docudrama. I, I've never heard of Flea. Luca? I'm surprised Luca is in here. I liked Luca, but um, I guess a lot of people didn't like Luca, or they thought it was pretty ordinary. And, um, you know, Pixar is known for making extraordinary movies, but I liked Luca. I liked it fine. I think people just thought it was kind of meh, but I liked it. The Mitchell versus the Machines, which is, I haven't seen it. Phil Lord and Christopher Miller. I recognize those names, but I haven't seen The Mitchell versus the Machines. Raya and the Last Dragon. Wow, that was just 2021. It's ridiculous because Raya and the Last Dragon is Disney. Luca is Pixar, which is owned by Disney. And Encanto is Disney. Well, so en- Encanto, I liked a lot. I really liked, I'm going to look up her name, S- Stephanie Beatrice. I loved her performance. I thought I thought she was just great in the role. I thought she did a really great job. And I, I mean, I, I, can't, I can't watch uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I, I, just, I just can't. I can't. That's the only thing I know her from. And I, I almost want to watch the Brooklyn Nine-Nine because of her. I probably won't, but I thought she was a, I thought she did an amazing job in that movie in Encanto. And I did like the movie a lot. I just I didn't understand the ending. I didn't like the ending. I hated the ending. It was a very much nothing of an ending. So, spoiler alert for the movie Encanto, but you find out that she all everyone in her family gets a gift. It's almost like almost like like going through puberty or they're younger than that but when you reach a certain age you get a gift and so her older sister or one of her sisters is super strong one of her sisters is like super perfect and i don't know makes flowers appear out of thin air or something i forget and the one kid can talk to animals so everyone has like a a gift and then mirabel she doesn't have a gift and that's never explained to me and I think in my review, I was like, well, this movie is like a celebration of losers. And if I was a positive, normal, well-adjusted, well-adjusted person, I would say this movie is about, this movie praises everyone. This movie praises participants, participant trophy, participation trophy. But I am pessimistic and realistic and severely depressed so in my review i said this movie praises losers and mirabelle by definition is a loser because everyone in her family gets a gift and she just doesn't and it's like the message of the movie is like you don't have to have a gift you don't have to be special because you're special enough already everyone is special but like like they said in the incredibles when everyone's special no one is anyway at the end of the movie i really wanted them to explain why she didn't get a gift or what her gift was like and i'm i'm sure that the point of the movie like the whole point of the movie is that she doesn't need a gift she doesn't have a gift she's special enough she's she's enough she like if you were if you were to parallel that in real life she, like you don't have to be 
your cousin who's a lawyer. You don't have to be your brother who's a doctor. You can just be yourself and you are enough for this family. You're enough to save this family. You're enough to save the house. You don't need a special gift. And I I guess I can understand that, but still when I was watching the movie, I, I still felt like very unresolved and I was like, I I want to know what her gift was or I want some sort of explanation as to why she was never given a gift. And the ending is like the house breaks apart and the ending is like, let's sing a song and house build the house the old fashioned way. Credits. That's it. They all work together to build a house. Credits. And I really hated the ending of that movie. And uh, I'm sure proponents of the movie, supporters of the movie, would be like, you're missing the point of the movie. But I didn't like the ending of Encanto. So it's ironic because I'm going to give my vote to Raya and the Last Dragon because I liked Raya and the Last Dragon a lot. But... The the irony that I'm talking about is I have I don't have a lot to say about Raya and the Last Dragon other than I liked it a lot and I had no problems with it and I spent like five to ten minutes speaking about Encanto. Third place goes to Luca and then tied for fourth is Flea and the Mitchell versus the Machines because I haven't seen either. Ra- and also Raya and the Last Dragon, I believe she travels to four different kingdoms to you know, try to resolve the issues with the four different kingdoms to bring them all together. And it's computer animated. And Canton is computer animated as well. But it almost feel like it almost feels like Encan- the world of Encanton was affected by COVID. And what I mean by that is they barely leave the house throughout the whole movie. And it's computer animated. So they could go wherever you want they can go anywhere they can travel the world but they barely left the house for the whole movie there's some interesting stuff when um, mirabel goes into bruno's room or whatever and you know they they come out of the house eventually but i don't know maybe it was intentional that the focus was in the house in colombia colombia but um it was just it felt a little claustrophobic that the whole movie was set in this house and they don't go anywhere they don't leave it and then you compare that to raya and the last dragon word that she's like traveling across four distant lands but anyway i give my vote to raya and the last dragon which i'm surprised was from 2021 because i saw it a long time ago and encanto i saw a few months ago but i guess that's how time works isn't it Best international feature film, Drive My Car, haven't seen it, Flea, haven't seen it, Hand of God, haven't seen it, Lunana, A Yak in the Classroom, what does that, oh, I guess they meant the, the, a yak as in the, the animal, I thought they meant like a throw up in the classroom, the worst person in the world, I haven't seen any of these, so I'm just gonna go with... Uh, let's give it to the Asian. Drive my car. Haven't seen it. I should watch it if it's available for free. Best documentary feature. Ascension, never heard of it. Attica, never heard of it. Flea, I only heard of it earlier from this Wikipedia page. Summer of Soul, never heard of it. Riding with Fire, never heard of it.
again, I'm just going to vote randomly because I haven't heard of it. I'm going to vote for a Summer of Soul or When the Revolution Could Not Be Televised because it was done by Questlove and he's a drummer. Best Documentary Short Subject. Audible. I don't know what that means. I automatically think of Audible, the audiobook company owned by Amazon. Lead Me Home, I haven't heard of it. Queen of Basketball, I haven't heard of it. Three Songs for Benazir, I haven't heard of it. When We Were Bullies, Jay Rosenblatt. I'm going to vote for Three Songs for Benazir because it was done by Elizabeth Mirazé, and that appears to be the only woman on the list. Best Live Action Short Film. Okay, this is... This is uh... I haven't I'm getting to the point where I haven't heard of any of these so I'm going to I'm going to fast forward and kind of be more choosy with my selections. Best original score. Don't look up Nicholas Britell. Never heard of him. Dune Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer is great. Encanto Germain Franco. Uh, Parallel Mothers are Alberto Iglesias. I wonder if any relation to Enrique Iglesias. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it right now. It doesn't say anything about Enrique. Or or Julio, for that matter. Oh, his sister is visual artist Cristina Iglesias. Iglesias was the brother-in-law of the late Spanish sculptor Juan Muñoz. So, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I don't think Alberto Iglesias has any relation to Enrique Iglesias. Oh, the power of the dog, Johnny Greenwood. If I... If I can remember correctly, I kind of remember the Power of the Dog soundtrack being a little annoying, a little droning, a little repetitive. So I'm not, unless I'm remembering it incorrectly, I'm just, Hans Zimmer has won a bunch, hasn't he? Germaine Franco is a, is the first woman to score a Disney animated feature film with 2021's Encanto. So I'm going to... My vote goes to Jermaine Franco for Encanto. Best original song, Be Alive, from King Richard, Beyonce. I'm gonna go to two. I'm gonna... Okay, here's the nominees. Be Alive from King Richard. Dos Orguitas from Encanto. Down to Joy from Belfast. No Time to Die from No Time to Die. Somehow You Do from Four Good Days. Never heard of that movie. I'm gonna go with Dos Orguitas from Encanto. But that movie, uh, it's music and lyrics by Lin-Manuel Miranda, which I was was telling my brother the other day that he, you know, he, um, Pat Walsh, and mostly Pat Walsh, he kind of shits on Lin-Manuel Miranda because he didn't like his performance in Mary Poppins Returns, which I didn't see. He didn't like him in Curbed, which Joe liked, but Pat didn't like. So he... I guess he can have a sort of annoying persona, annoying presence, but I was telling my brother that one of my favorite songs from Encanto, Encanto is the first song which is The Family Madrigal. I I think the the song was written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. So, and then he also wrote I think he wrote the the first song to what's it, Moana on a soundtrack. Um, let me look this up. Let me look it up. Jeez, give me a second. Where You Are. Yeah, Where You Are. Lyrics, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Music, Miranda Foy and Mark Mancina. So my, he does good work. Um, whether you like him or, or not, he, I think he does good work. But there is a phrase in Dos Orguitas 
that it sounds exactly like a song from the little mermaid so i i i can't sing those orguitas off the top of my head but i know that there's a part that goes dun, 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 under the sea it trust me listen to listen through it again those orguitas and you'll hear the you'll hear this part dun, 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 under the sea trust me just trust me you're welcome for singing best sound we don't need to do sound what are we doing production design cinematography makeup and hairstyle and costume boring boring so i studied i studied music and then i studied sound design and as of this moment i am not doing anything related to any of it and i've wasted my life um i wasted my entire life Anyway, um, it's interesting, like, for example, when Pat Walsh and Joe, they, whenever they do Oscars, they always, but it's not just them, it's not exclusive to them. People always dismiss, they always go, we don't have to talk sound. It, it's, or, uh, or they'll throw away, they'll say a throwaway comment, like, we don't have to do best sound design. Or like, when, um, when Pat was talking about the steven spielberg documentary and he was listing all the great movies by spielberg like jaws schindler's list the color purple war horse and then joe's like no that movie won awards and then pat was like what for sound so (laughs) sound is always dismissed and i'm gonna go ahead and say it rightfully so Let's move on. Films with multiple nominations. The Power of the Dog got 12 nominations. You know, you know the reason why I think it got so many nominations is because it's the only movie that Edmund Agabao has seen. He's very respected in um, the community. So it got 12. Do- why did Dune get 10? Was Dune good? I haven't seen either Dune. I have no interest. I have no real interest in seeing dune i think i don't like timothy chamelay just because he's so big and i only saw him in like ladybird and he i barely remember him was it ladybird it was i think it was ladybird um that's the only thing i saw him in and i was like "Eh, he's fine whatever Uh, i was gonna ask you if you've seen dune to let me know if it's good but i deleted all my social media so there's no way of you letting me know if Dune is good or not. And also, I don't think anyone's listening. Belfast and West Side Story got seven noms each. I don't know how West Side... I mean, I have no interest in West Side Story. Um, if, I wa- if I had any interest, I would watch the Ridge. King Richard got six. Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Nightmare Alley got four. I might wa- I kind of want to watch the original Nightmare Alley because... They reviewed it on We'll See You in Hell, and Pat was, like, really singing its praises, and I actually had to stop the review because I was like, okay, I, I want to watch the beginning, the original. And they had it on sale for the Flash sale for Criterion, but it's no longer in sale. But even when it was on sale, I was like, do I really want to spend 20 bones on a movie I've never seen before? And we'll probably only watch once. So I didn't bite the bullet on it. But I, I'll probably, I want to watch the original Nightmare Alley. And then I, I might watch the the remake. And it's getting, it got a bunch of noms, if that means anything. 
being the being the Ricardos, Coda and Canto, Flea, Licorice, Pizza, The Lost Daughter, No Time to Die, The Tragedy, The Tragedy of Macbeth, all got three noms. Cruella, the heck did Cruella get nominated for? Eyes of Tammy, Cruella, Eyes of Tammy Faye, Parallel Mothers, Tick Tick Boom, and The Worst Person in the World each got two noms. I'm gonna look up what Cruella got nominated for: Best Makeup and Hairstyling and best costume design. I I kind of hated Cruella. I feel like I would have to watch it again and I have no desire to watch it again, but I just felt like it was almost like a, a huge or like multiple music videos placed back to back and they would play popular music like relentlessly throughout the movie, like a big set piece where there's a car chase and it, the music would be so loud and it would be like a popular song. And it took me out of the movie. I really didn't like that aspect of the movie. And it's they do it 50 times throughout the whole movie. And I was just infuriated throughout the whole movie because of that. I, I kind of want to watch it again. Let me rephrase that. I feel like I should watch it again to reevaluate it. But I have no interest in watching Cruella again. I do like, do I like Emma Stone? Um, I guess. I don't know. I want to see the favorite. Presenters and performers. Uh, I don't need to read through that. I don't even know why I said the title of that section. Oh, there's going to be performances. Beyonce Knowles Carter performing Be Alive from King Richard. Sebastian Yatra performing Dos Orguitas, where he's going to sing... Dos orguitas, dos orguitas under the orguitas from Encanto. Van Morrison. I know nothing about Van Morrison. I would have, I honestly would have assumed he was an old musician that would have died by now. But he's 76 and still kicking. I couldn't tell you one song that Van Morrison sang. I actually might have thought that he was a band and not a person. But he's going to play. Down to Joy from Belfast. Billy Eyelash is going to perform No Time to Die from No Time to Die. Reba McIntyre is going to perform the theme from... Oh, that would have been cool if I could if I didn't have that gap. Or I could edit it in. Reba McIntyre is going to perform the theme from Tremors. Now, she's going to perform Some How You Do from Four Good Days. Again, I haven't even heard of that movie the thumbnail yeah it's glenn close and mila kunis kunis or kunis on the poster kunis looks like her face has been beat up like she was Catwoman, and she got scratched on her face by a bunch of cats more like four bad days am i right i'm so sad that brings us to the end of the wikipedia page i will <laughs> I will not be watching. I have no interest in watching this event. Uh, I'll 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 read about the winners after the fact. I'll do that. I I again. I hope the power of the dog sweeps the event because it's the only movie that I have seen. I think it will win best picture and best director. I think Benedict Cumberbatch. I already went through this. I don't know why I'm doing it again. Uh, thanks for listening. I might do Free Guy next. I might do Tenet next. Tenet, I, I, I mean, I, my, the episodes for this could be any length I want, but I could probably talk about Tenet for about seven minutes and make it an episode. Who cares? Thanks for listening. Stay odd and keep on playing.